0: the headquarters of ramsey solutions it's the ramsey show where we help people build wealth do work that they love and create actual amazing relationships thank you for joining us america i'm dave ramsey your host ken coleman ramsey personality host of the ken coleman show and author of the number one selling book from paycheck to purpose where he helps people with their careers, their jobs, and their work, and he's going to be doing that today, right here on the Ramsey Show. Phone number here is 888-825-5225. Louisa is with us in Washington, D.C. Hi, Louisa. How are you?
1: Good afternoon. So great to be speaking with you today. Thank you so much for taking my call.
0: Thank you. What's up?
1: All right. I've got a what would Dave do scenario, and I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say, but a kind of just want to walk through some options i have and it's concerning my mortgage Mm -hmm. so a little bit of background um i have an arm um that resets every november and um it hasn't really been you know much of an issue until recently obviously because the rates have gone up so Mm -hmm. it is resetting from four and a half to six and a half percent joyful um Yep. The balance on the loan is 99,000. I've actually paid off 52,000 in the last year Mm -hmm. and I am on track to pay this off. My goal is December of 2025. Okay. So here are the scenarios I just want to walk through, want to get your thought. Um, option one is just to, you know, stick, stick with, you know, stick with the, the new payment coming up in November. Um, My payment is actually going down $180, even with the rate going up because I've paid off so much. So it's actually going down um, $180. So that's option one is just proceeding with, you know, six and a half percent. And then, you know, the rate would reset, you know, next year. Option two uh, is a recast. And I've kind of read where you're not a big fan of a mortgage recast um, and want to get your thoughts on this. So obviously the rate would stay the same, six and a half percent. Um, this would require a $20,000 payment um, by the end of October, and that would lower the payment $140 a month, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's option two. and then Why would you three, want to
0: lower it if you're paying it off in two years? What's the benefit?
1: Uh, well, I, I guess that's where I, I, I think. I
0: don't, I don't understand. Okay. It's I, like we're trying to pay it off in two years or two and a half years, right?
1: Right. Right. And, and, and I, so and why, I,
0: how does lowering and, the payment accomplish that?
1: Um, I mean, it's lowering the interest that I'm paying.
0: No, right? it's not. I mean, that would be. No, it's not.
1: Um, if you recast, lowering... are
0: you going to recast at a lower interest rate?
1: No, I'm okay. recasting. I'm taking it from a balance of 99000
0: to. Oh, it would lower the balance.
1: Set... Yeah.
0: But so you so could it, do that would... anyway. You don't have to do yeah, recast yeah. to do that.
1: Yes, I could, and yeah. that's what I've been doing is just recast. All it off.
0: recasting does is reset the payment based on a longer term. It doesn't change the interest right. charged.
1: Right, right, okay.
0: So there's no benefit right. to you mathematically to recast. Okay. Given that you're planning to pay it off in two years.
1: Yes, correct. Okay. And here's the other thing is that I it, I don't have twenty thousand dollars just sitting around. Right? Well, then it there's that right exactly so that kind of brings me to option 3 um and let me let me just preface this by saying i heard you about a year and a half ago maybe 2 years ago before the rates you know were creeping up because i was going to re refinance and i remember you telling a caller don't refinance if you can pay it off in 3 years so i kind of went with that model mm-hmm. and i'm i'm on i'm on target i'm on track to pay this off mm-hmm. and that that is really why i did not refinance mm-hmm. um but option 3 would be digging into my brokerage account and paying it off entirely. I have I have about two hundred thousand dollars. I'd have to cash, you know,
0: not in day. a retirement. You have a brokerage account sitting there with enough to pay uh, it off. Yes, I do. Pay it off today.
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew you, you knew were gonna I was going to do that. Um, I I did. I did. I still yeah. wanted to walk through the options. Okay,
0: so if if you had a paid for home with a brokerage account with $100,000 less in it, would you go borrow $99,000 no. on your home, paid-for home to put more money in your brokerage account? No. It's the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'm just having some...
0: <sighs> Let me tell you what's going to happen, yep. all right, that you don't anticipate because I've been the other side of it myself and with a whole bunch of other people. You do not understand when you pay this off and you walk out in the backyard with no shoes on that the grass is going to feel so much different. There's going to be a level of peace blow through your home like a nice cool wind that you don't even know is coming. When you owe no man Uh nothing,
2: Uh (sighs) whew,
0: All this hand-wringing you've been doing for the last few minutes trying to figure out what to do, all that's gone. Just clean and simple. You just own your house. You're weird. I love it. (laughs) I love it. And listen, if you really hate it, then go get you a new mortgage. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to hate it. I think you're going to feel freedom that you have not felt in your adult life. Yep, and I know that right. from the having experienced it myself because I don't have any debt and haven't had for thirty years, and I walk around without all of these weights on my shoulders, and um, that, that a lot of people have, and I get to make different decisions and have a different level of mm-hmm. calm in the middle of a storm and all of that. Pay off your house, Louisa, please. I promise you, you won't regret it. But if I'm completely bonkers and you do regret it. You can always go get you another mortgage.
3: And theoretically put it back in the brokerage. There's a fear there. You can hear it.
0: Yeah, No, it's just this angst of the devil I know. Yeah, that's right. The devil I know versus the peace I've never known. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. I don't know if which is the correct thing. And, And let me just tell you, man. When you get no payments in the whole freaking world, financial peace. Two words that don't go together, like airline service. (laughs) Man. Wow. Like postal service. Sorry to you, postal people. Oh, my gosh. Sorry to you, airline people. I mean, really. I mean, it's financial peace. Two words that don't go together. I mean, I've got money in a brokerage. I've got my emergency fund. I've got retirement going. And I own my whole freaking house. Some of you need to breathe that in and make that a goal. Mm -hmm. Some of you spend a lot of calories flipping stuff over in your head, wringing your hands, trying to figure out something, when the answers are usually pretty simple. Clean it up, people. Simplify, simplify. That's it. Simplify. Yeah. It's hard to beat, guys. Hard to beat. This is The Ramsey Show.
1: With no network and the freedom to choose your health care provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget.
0: Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Our question of the day for the Ramsey show is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services from repairs and maintenance to remodeling and upgrades. Neighborly's trusted home service providers have trained local experts who can handle almost any job. So go to neighborly.com to find and schedule service today today's question
3: comes from roger in south carolina i'm a 20 year old male currently studying aerospace engineering i know the aerospace industry is very cyclical so i was wondering if having a one-year salary emergency fund would be a good idea before having kids well i'm sitting next to the guy who uh created the concept i i don't think a year is necessary and and i don't know enough to understand why he believes the aerospace industry is so cyclical but six months uh, if you're in kind of a, a topsy turvy industry like that, I think would be good. I don't, I don't hate having a one-year mercy fund, but is it necessary?
0: No. With Roger, his credentials? Roger, you're an engineer. You yeah. overanalyze <laughs> things. Your job is to perceive risk. And so you see risk everywhere, but there's not that much risk. You will be fine. If you have an aerospace engineering degree, you will be able to get a job and feed your family. Sometime in the six month period, yeah, six months is fine, but um and here's the other thing: the more money you put into that, the slower you build wealth. The faster you build wealth, the less you worry about an emergency fund. If you got a million dollars in a mutual fund and five thousand dollars in mutual in an emergency fund, you don't have enough in your emergency fund, but you got a million dollars in a mutual fund, so you're gonna be okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know it's so. The faster you build wealth, the less you have to worry about any of this. So you're going to be just fine. Tom's in St. Paul, Minnesota. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave
4: and Ken. Uh, I just want to say, starting off, um, your principles have you know changed my my wife's life and my life. So just wanted to thank you guys for your ministry. Thank you. How can we help? Yeah. Um, so so uh, so getting to my question, a little bit of context. Um, last month I actually called Ken, uh, called Ken on his show and I was just laid off from my mortgage loan officer job, actually working at Wells Fargo. And, uh, I was looking for places to basically trying to figure out references and Ken gave me great advice. And a month later, I now have a job at a a Toyota dealership, um, selling cars. So really exciting. Uh, I guess my main question is, is a lot of people are coming in, they're financing their car, uh, they're leasing their cars. In fact, you know, there's some incentive for us to push leases, just because from our standpoint, you know, that creates repeat customers. Now, none of this stuff is stuff that I would recommend to my loved ones. I would never do it myself. Um, is there? Am I in the wrong if I'm in a position where I'm where I'm sometimes selling these? Uh, if if so, should I consider changing jobs or what? What are your thoughts?
3: Well, I don't. You're not ethically doing anything wrong. This is not any legal activity. But because you don't believe in it, we don't believe in it either, but this is about your principles. Eventually, this is going to eat away at you. So short term, uh, I I would be looking for something to make a transition because long term, this will eat away at you. And, And listen... You know, I talk about engagement all the time. I study the data. Listen, a person who doesn't believe in the mission, the product, the service of a company is not going to be fully engaged. And that has a lot of negative effects, financial opportunities for you, promotional opportunities. It affects your health, your mental health and beyond. So I think long term, if I'm a guy like you that has a strong principle conviction that you have, I would eventually move on from selling something that you just don't believe in.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not something you have to run out of the ha- building today. Like your hair's on fire. Like yeah. you discovered the boss had 20 pounds of cocaine in his office. You don't, right. you don't hang out there another day. Okay. That's not what's going on. This is, uh, you know, a disagreement of how the product works. And so, uh, Rabbi Lapin talks about the, in his book, he's my good friend, Orthodox Jewish rabbi. And he wrote a book called thou shall prosper. And, um, the book is the 10 reasons that Jewish people have had an inordinate probability of being financially successful in any point in human history. They tend to thrive. And why is that? One of the things is they believe that making money is an honorable thing if you're doing an honorable thing. And uh, one of the things he points out in that chapter, it's one of the 10 things, is that it's uh, if you're doing something that's psychologically incompatible, with your belief system it's very difficult to be good at it Mm -hmm. and so you you know back that's another way of saying exactly what ken said and so yeah i'm completely aligned with what coleman is saying here if i were in your shoes i would say i'm going to give myself 60 days and i'm going to be somewhere else Mm -hmm. um because they're, they're they're they are going to sell car leases because they make more money That's on right, right. car, not because of repeat customers, but because they make more money on car leases than they do on the actual sale of the car. And they make more money on car leases than they do if they do a regular finance plan with a bank. And uh, they make more money on car leases than they do just about anything else. It's the one of the most profitable parts of the entire auto industry now. And so it's massively profitable for them. This paper is Amazing. And so they're, they're not only go, not going to not stop it, they're going to push it because it's where they make their money. And so that's how it is. It's like there's a, a series of articles have gone around the last few years that if you work at Victoria's Secret selling uh, small underwear, right, <laughs> you you have to sell a certain number of Victoria's Secret credit cards ah. or they will not give you hours. Okay. Because they're in more in the credit card business than they are the small underwear business. Right. Small underwear is there just to get you into the credit card debt. Interesting. Into big debt. Mm. Small underwear, big debt. There it is. So there you go. That's, <laughs> that's how it works. It's a, that's a right great now. slogan. you ought to, you, ought to, you ought to box that one up and sell it. Yeah. That's anyway, yeah. Good. That's uh, so. But if you if you want to work there in that store in the retail store, uh, you're not going to get hours. That's right. You're not going to be promoted if you don't sell credit cards, even if you sell a whole bunch of small underwear. And you don't sell any credit cards, you're going to be on the street. They, they, you know, but that's the business they're in. They know where their money's coming from. They know what the profit centers are, and they're going to drive you that way. Yeah. So then you've got to decide, mm-hmm. as an employee, are you going to plug into that? And I think you've already decided. Oh sure, Tom. Yeah. I think he already on he
3: had it. already decided. And just yeah. wants permission. Is this silly? No,
0: it's not silly at all. No, it's smart. Brian is in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Brian, welcome to the Ramsey Show.
2: Hey, Dave, how you doing today?
0: Better than I deserve. What's up?
2: Oh, glad to hear it. Um, I have a question for you. Um, I'll give you a little background information on myself. Um, I'm 40 year old. I have two kids. My wife's a stay at home mom. We own a townhome. We, we owe about 55000 left on it. Uh, my wife has some savings, around 60 k And I'm debating whether I should use that money to pay up the house or if I should invest it um, like in an IRA or something for the future. Um, but the thing is we're in a small town home and we're looking to get some a little bit more, a little bit more space for, you know, for the family. Cause kids are sharing a room. I got a boy and a girl.
0: When are you, when and are you moving?
2: Answer, oh, we're not moving at all yet. We just, we like to get another property cause we like to have well, I mean, is this a two years
0: or a year or 10 minutes.
2: Oh, it's probably the next couple of years. Okay. Three, three
0: years. Pay it off. Pay it off. Today. Okay. Today. The
2: reason I ask is my financial advisor tells me not to because he says my interest rate in my home is going to be less than what I'd be making in the stock market. That's why I figured yeah, out. Yeah, guess um, what? Check
0: guess what? He didn't make a dime when you pay off the house. He makes commission <laughs> when you invest the money with him.
2: I understand that.
0: Hello. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. And I didn't make a dime either way. So you do whatever you That's want that. to do. But if I woke up in your shoes, I'd have a paid-for house. Now, you need to get yourself on a budget, and you need to sit down with another financial advisor that's not giving you stupid butt advice and get you an IRA started and get get your kids 529 started, and let's get some investing going and get yourself on a budget with your wife and the two of you working together Let's get detailed and dial this money stuff in man because it kind of feels like you're loosey-goosey running out here just for trying to figure this out as you go and you need to dial it in and make sure every dollar is barking every dollar is doing what it's supposed to do so getting the every dollar app getting Financial Peace University do that kind of stuff but uh, if I woke up in your shoes I'd pay my house off today dude just like that no question. this is the Ramsey show.
3: Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns.
0: Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. If you like what you hear around here, you could help us out, and we'd appreciate it. Click the follow button, the subscribe button, the share button. Share the show. Share a link. Tell people where you're listening on talk radio or TBN or whatever it is. Spread the word about the show. And leave a five-star review. They're very helpful. All of those things, the share, the like, the Uh, subscribe, the follow, all of those things really push the show to the front of the algorithms and cause people to find us. And it doesn't cost you a thing, and we would appreciate the help. Thank you very much. Trevor is in Salt Lake City. Hi, Trevor. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
5: Thanks for having me, Dave. I really appreciate it. Sure. Um, I grew up watching, grew up listening to your show with my parents, so huge fan of yours. Well, thank you. Um, I got a question. I got a question for you, um, regarding, um, either reinvesting in my business or purchasing a home and I can give you a little bit of information about it. So I'm 23 years old. I'm um, getting married in a week. Wow. And I, thank you.
0: Good for you. Congrats. And
5: I, thank you. Um, between me and my fiance, we have about $50,000 in our savings account. Uh, we have no debt. Um, my business has about $75,000 in assets. Um, as well as I have about $25,000 in investments, mutual funds, CDs, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just wondering, with your expert opinion, what I should do if I should reinvest in my business um, to continue to grow it, or whether or not I should look into purchasing purchasing a home. How much time. do
0: you need to reinvest in the business and why?
5: Um, so the reason I'm reinvesting in my business, I just bought a new skidster. I do landscaping. Um, I've been able to pay everything, cash, trailers, equipment. Um, I just got a new skidster and I'm looking to purchase a second truck. Um, I have three employees. Um, so looking to have a second truck for them as well as a new trailer. Um, and just upgrading some of our mowing equipment and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. If you spend that money, you're going to spend what, 20, 30,000 bucks. Correct. And what does that cause you to make because you spent that? That you wouldn't make um, if you so didn't I, spend it.
5: Okay, so this uh, I'm anticipating this year to make about eighty thousand. Um, that's after uh, taxes, everything, mm-hmm. um, and I'm anticipating if I can get that reinvestment, um, I can make an additional twenty to thirty. Um,
0: so you can make the money back in a year. Next
5: year. Um, yes, probably. You spend about twenty or thirty, you
0: make an extra twenty or thirty as a result. Correct. Okay. And it sounds like and you got seventy five thousand um, dollars. Correct, okay. and
5: that's in equipment. And um, you're, trucks, you make uh, and trailers.
0: No, no, no. You you have seventy five thousand cash. You have twenty five in a mutual fund and fifty in your account, right?
5: Uh, yeah, approximately.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, what does your wife make? Um, she
5: makes about forty a year.
0: And you're gonna net on your business a hundred.
5: Uh no, I'm anticipating eighty this year. I reinvested quite a bit this year. I just bought the Skidster about two weeks ago. um so that ran me a little bit and I do owe um the only debt I have is I owe my father who um was gifted me fifteen thousand towards my Skidster I bought, so I'm gonna pay him back
0: was um, that a gift or a loan
5: uh, a loan more or less
0: well, that's an interesting piece of information for a guy for ten minutes has been telling me he was debt free. You're not debt free. You owe your dad 15 grand. No, yeah, you're not going to invest off. in your business. You're going to be paying your dad back.
5: I'm, I will pay it off in the next month. So oh, no. Today,
0: you have the money in your account right now. You shouldn't have taken it from him in okay. the first place. Okay. You got 50,000 bucks. You didn't need to borrow 15,000 from your dad.
5: Correct. i just wanted to keep some money in an emergency fund where where i am self employed i just and getting married i wanted to be allowed yeah, to have some money yeah
0: shouldn't have bought a skid steer then. that way if you needed the money if you need the money for an emergency fund you shouldn't have bought a skid steer but you bought one now and now you got a loan and now you got to pay it off i'd pay that off today Um, and then what I would do is get married and spend the first year of your marriage piling up cash for a good down payment on a house. And after you've been married a year, you will make a different purchase than after you've been married a week. It's a different house. It takes a year of being married to know how close to your mother-in-law or your father-in-law who loans you money for skid steers that you want to live. How close do you want to live with these people?
3: Yeah.
0: It takes a year to figure that out. So, um, it's a joke, but not really. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say there's a lot of truth to that. The other thing too is is there,
3: I would be challenging myself. How can I make an additional fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a year over the next year of my business without spending twenty to thirty? You know, yeah. get innovative. Uh, and, and and especially in that first year of marriage, he was already worried. That's why he took the loan out from his dad, I believe. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, Trevor, you need to quit buying toys for your business that you haven't done a careful ROI on because you're not going to get an ROI on this skid steer. That's bullcrap. You're not going to make enough on that thing to justify having purchased it. You would have been better off buying mowing equipment to expand your operation than, than with a skid steer. So quit buying business toys that don't have very fast, large ROI. Stop it. I had a friend of mine that's in the building business and he bought a skid steer. Now, I bought a skid you. steer the other day too. Did you way. really? Yeah. There's one out at the farm. For you. But I bought it for no reason at all except I have the money like moving, and it's a toy. You like moving dirt around. Or... Well, I got my grandson in my lap digging up stuff that doesn't even that. need to be dug up. All
3: right. So this is embarrassing. This won't surprise Dave at all. But you guys are throwing skid steer around,
0: skid steer this, skid steer You don't steer even know that. what this is. Do you? I
3: had to Google
0: it real quick, James. It's a bobcat.
3: It's a bobcat.
0: I, that okay. I would have known. It's a bobcat on tracks. It's a pretty cool-looking little machine. If it's on tracks, it's a skid steer. Right. Yeah, so, so basically,
3: you, Papa Dave, got his own real-life Tonka. It's a toy. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: exactly <laughs> your, what I did. It is. It's great. Yeah. And good for you. Yeah, it's fun. Because your grandson thinks that's really oh, cool. Oh, my God. Man. It's a giant Tonka. There is no cooler Papa Dave in the world than yeah. one with a skid steer.
3: So what I'm hearing is, live like no one else, so later you can dig so, holes for no reason at all. <laughs> Yes. To make your grandson happy. That's the dream of every grandfather.
0: Hey, every four-year-old's dug a hole for no apparent reason, and every 64-year-old apparently is going to do the same thing. You never get
3: over it. I was going to say, live live like no one else. Just so the
0: public knows I'm not anti-skid steer, okay? I'm just saying. But from a business perspective, (laughs) don't buy stuff that you can't ROI quickly. Every And i got to tell you, here's an interesting thing. Working with uh, people on entree Leadership – very few women do this in business. It's oh. kind of a male thing.
3: Yeah, toys. it's a male
0: stupid thing. It's toys, and they do it. They do it with. Com, they do it with computers. Right. The guys that do all this equipment stuff in here, mm-hmm. I have to constantly go. No, yeah. we don't need another one. All right. Good God, how many microphones do I need to own? <laughs> Seriously. <But laughs> oh, they, 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 that's good. boys collect toys, man. There's yeah. just something about it. And I, I, ladies, they, they're they very careful. But oftentimes, I have to get them to go the other way. It's hard to get them to do the actual investment they need to do. Right. Because to, to, they're conservative on it. But very few women in business collect toys like boys do.
3: And you know what's interesting? I'll bet you can prove this. They're much more resourceful as well. Think about the mom who always makes the science project happen under the wire, you know, with a couple of straws, you know, a, a rubber band here. It's like you can build that business, that landscaping business without that new truck. You can't. You just got to be innovative. And that's yeah. where innovation comes from is when we have a lack of resources.
0: Craig Groeschel talks about that a lot. Uh,
3: yeah. In fact, he he's the one that it was mind blowing. I think I interviewed him years ago when I was hosting Entree Leadership. It's one of the best thoughts on innovation that I've ever heard is from Craig Groeschel.
0: Yeah it create a lack creates a lack a, of a necessity yeah. to become creative on how yeah. you're going to do it if you can't do it any other way yeah and so that's why your dad did you no favor loaning you that money right so that, that's the thing hmm. so all that to pick on you trevor because we love you and we want you to win so pay off your dad today uh get a little apartment and uh set up house and concentrate on loving each other not on stupid real estate deals for the first year of your marriage and after you've been married a year and saved up a little more money above your emergency fund and you're truly debt-free, and the next time you tell somebody you're debt-free, make sure you are, uh, then uh, then from there, you, pay, you put down with an, a good strong down payment on a 15-year fixed after you've been married a year. That's what I would do if I were in your shoes. Congratulations on the marriage. This is The Ramsey Show. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co host today. Thanks for hanging out with us, America. This is The Ramsey Show. We're so glad you're here. Hey, guys, uh, George Camel and the Every Dollar team are hosting a free live virtual training for your budget. Yeah, you're going to learn how to find more margin in your finances, to spend without guilt, and to make a budget that actually works. First one is happening September the 19th at 1230 Eastern Time. Spots are limited. You can pick one with George. Uh, Jade Warshaw is going to be doing some. I think Rachel Cruz might be doing another one too. So uh, all these budgeting webinars are completely free. Go to everydollar.com slash budgeting and we'll help you get started with this stuff. All right, here we go. Josh is in Orlando. Hi Josh. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
6: Hey, you never grow up, especially if you can afford it, right, gentlemen? <laughs>
0: That's right. There's the plan. What's up, man?
6: <laughs> okay. So I have a pro and a con, so here's my dilemma. And I'm actually so I'm trying to get as debt free as I possibly can. I have uh seventeen, no about 19, dollars in credit card debt. And then that's my primary. And then my secondary is my auto loan, which I'm about 11000 upside down. Um, and re- in regards to my credit card, um, I have 18000 in RSU uh, shares for my company. And then I have $7,000 in a traditional IRA. Wanting to know if I should uh, use my stock to – use, wanting to know if I should use both to pay off my credit card debt.
0: I would not use an IRA. I would use your stock.
6: Okay. And the reason for not using the IRA?
0: Penalties. And taxes.
6: Okay. I'll leave those so alone. Answer.
0: And I would quit adding to the IRA, and I would cut okay. up the credit cards and never touch the stupid things again. Get a debit card. 100%. Do not even own a credit card.
6: Okay. 100%. 100%. And then what about the IRA to where I cash it out, I have it in a savings account?
0: You already have?
6: Yeah. I, uh, well, I, I did I did a transfer. Or I did the, the part of the work, but I haven't fully transferred it to my, my personal savings account.
0: When did you do this?
6: Uh, I did it last Friday to where it was effective for me to utilize today.
0: Okay. Uh, well, you've got 60 days to undo it without penalty. And so okay. I'm going to get go to RamseySolutions.com and click on Smart Vester and find a Smart Vester Pro in the area to help you undo it and get it back into an IRA before you get hit with the penalties and the taxes. How much was okay. in that? You said there's only like seven thousand in the account though, right?
6: Yeah, it was only it was only seven.
0: Yeah, so you're probably only going to lose three or four thousand bucks, but that's still a ridiculous. I mean, you're paying forty percent interest effectively to get the money freed up. I would not do that. I think it's a good practice for you to learn to leave that alone. So let's roll that back into, while you're in the 60-day window, back you know, get you an IRA set up with a, with a SmartVestor Pro, and um, then, then start your, um, I'm sorry, then cut up your credit cards and pay them all off, and then you've still got to clean up your auto loan. That's your next thing. So beans and rice, rice and beans, no adding to any investments of any kind, uh, and we're completely focused on clearing this debt. That's the next process there. So, good question. Open phones at 888 825 5225. Tyler is in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Tyler. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
7: Hey, Dave. How's it going?
0: Better than I deserve. What's up?
7: Yeah, so I got a, a little bit of a dilemma here with uh, some in laws, I guess. Give you a backstory. I'm married, uh, moved away from home, and. I guess I said in laws, but my, my parents, um, moved away from home and you know, they're, my mother's not in a great financial situation. Um, she hasn't been working, um, and, and has some tax issues from a past business and she's asking to borrow some money to make a house payment. And, um, you know, I feel led to, um, but I'm also trying to, talk to her in the the nicest way possible to try to sort out a longer-term plan than, you know, make a payment, and then what do we do next month, and what do we do next month. Uh, My siblings uh, aren't as financially capable to to help, so I feel like...
0: How old are you, Tyler?
7: ...kind of falling to me. What was that? How old are you? Uh, 28.
0: How old's your mother?
7: Um... Fifty-seven.
0: Okay. On what planet is the 28-year-old supposed to take care of the 57-year-old that was too trifling to do it herself? Uh, It's not your job, man. It's not your job.
7: Yep.
0: And I bet your wife isn't happy with this either.
7: Um, no. No, no, what do you make um, a year? Um, combined, we're making
3: probably... $250, $260. $250,
0: 260 you're making bank aren't you good for you okay
3: what is your mom doing
0: nothing calling Tyler for money
3: is she not working at all no not at, no not currently um, well take me back so I guess, yeah, when 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 was she working
7: um it's been a while uh, she, why? she had a housing housing company quite a while ago and why is she, she not working off that um, um, uh, not a, there's not a good reason. I, yeah, guess. I
0: don't think so either. Okay. So you giving her money is not sustainable because you were correct in your wisdom when you observed that you're going to be doing it again next month and next month and next month and next month because you're enabling her mm-hmm. bad behavior. Yeah. Instead, what I would do is come alongside her and say, mom, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. I'm going to give you some suggestions and some help and show you what to do so you can straighten this out. First thing we're going to do is we're going to get into Ken Coleman's book, uh, From Paycheck to Purpose, and we're going to get you a job and a career. And then I'm going to put you on to every dollar on a budget, and you're going to make money and pay your own bills, and you're going to like yourself more when you do that. I am not going to pay your bills, Mom, but I will be here for you. I love you. And I will help you figure out a way to pay your bills. And she's uh, not going to like that, Tyler, because she likes doing nothing.
7: Yeah, yeah, I think that could be the case.
0: Yeah, she's going to get angry with you, and she's going to become a travel agent with for guilt trips, mm. which is what codependent people do when their enabler cuts them off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is going to be tough, but... You're being very wise. I'm not trying to just be mean to your mom. I'm disrespecting her. I'm disrespecting her because her behaviors are awful. But I'm not trying to be mean to her. She needs to change her behavior so that she has a quality life. She's 58 freaking years old. There's nothing wrong with this woman. She could get a job and pay her bills instead of mooching off her 28-year-old son. And so she it's good for her. She's going to like herself better. All the other brothers and sisters are going to like her better. Um, everybody's going to be a lot happier when mom gets her crap together. Am I missing something?
7: No, no, I think that's right. I just, yeah, it's kind of what you said, just trying to figure out the, the best way to yeah. go about it without, you know, being mean.
0: You're, you're not being mean. When you don't give a drunk a drink, it's not good for a drunk to have a bottle of Jack Daniels. It's not good for a heroin addict to be, uh, to be loaded up with heroin. It's not good for them. They don't like it when you tell them no, but it's not good for them. This is not good for your mom. Loving your mom well is helping her get a life that is not filled with chaos a life that's not filled with uncertainty and a life that's not that's not sustainable and it doesn't have any dignity and so um now again i don't you you're not being mean now she's gonna tell you you're being mean that's so mean you have plenty of money what's wrong with you tyler i raised you you can give me a little Mm. that's what it sounds like yeah That's exactly what it's going to sound like coming back at you. That's called a travel agent for guilt trips. She's going to pitch one on you.
3: I'd be more worried about upsetting my wife than I would be upsetting my mom. And I think that's what this is going to come down to. I would be
0: worried that I'm doing harm to my own mother who I love. There's that too. And when you support the misbehavior, you're doing harm to them. Enablers are not helpers. They're cowards who won't say no. That's what they are. Don't be a coward. Love her well enough that you help her. For real, help her. And if you want to put her through Financial Peace University, you call our team, we'll give it to you. This is The Ramsey Show.
3: Hey, it's Ken. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.